You're listening to the Gulan Podcast. The greatest goddamn talk show on the planet. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Cooldown Podcast for this week. My name is Adin, and with me here today is Manny. Yo. Hello. How, sir? How, sir? How are you, sir? <laughs> How, sir? How, sir? Yes. I can learn to My speak. My name is Douglas Hauser. <laughs> yes. I'm uh, a cop, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, all, all is good. Yeah. Good, good fun. Good times. Good times. So, um got some news yes not ominous news no just, not ominous just general news yeah no we've we've like to quote the simpsons we've made a few changes yes indeed yeah yeah so going forward we've got rid of our in defense of because it's gotten a lot harder to defend terrible games uh, just because it's awful it it's not even that it's just that done so many yeah <laughs> <laughs> for it's, li- actually, it's actually getting hard to find stuff yeah it's getting hard to find stuff that isn't just mechanically bad like games that are like like just bad for like stupid shit um like not i don't mean like buggy like they're not you know you can't just play pick a game to defend because you know buggy sh- as shit um, the games that are just they're just bad because they're not fun as yeah. opposed to games that are Bad because they're terrible concepts. Yeah, should never have, never have been invented. Yeah. like Cluster's like, Revenge, like that slippery dildos game that I'm sure, is, <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna go down as an all-time, all-time uh, greatest game ever. Yeah, I actually played one of the games we defended, which I'll get onto in, in a bit in the next segment. Uh, BMX Triple X. Uh, I actually played that over the last week just to see was it as terrible uh, as you know. Yeah, that's As the a, reason. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't yeah. want to see some pixelated titties from 1994. Was it 1994? I don't know. <laughs> Probably I, not. I, I think believe, it was on the PS2. PS1. Was it? Yeah. Definitely not PS2, eh? man. Yeah, that's progressive. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what we'll do is we'll kick off the shows usually just with like some real quick news, uh, just things we found interesting. Then we will talk about the games that we played the past week. It could be two, three games. It could be one game. It could be however many. Um, and then we have our what we call the video game club, where we both played a game, and then we just talk about our experiences. Because I know we were mentioning this like last week, like two different people playing the same game, they approach it in two different ways. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I'm still trying to struggle through Pokemon Sun, and Jobby's like completed it. And now he's actually like. He's gotten to the point where he's breeding Pokemon for like specific EV stats. Yeah, you see, he, and he's completed the Pokedex. The thing, the thing with our friend Javi is that like he, he's very, uh, he's he's very focused. Like as soon as he's playing a video game, it's all about complete completing those objectives, getting those quests done. All, yeah, everything is all lined up in a row. I remember playing Warcraft with him, and he'd be like, he'd be like, okay, now we have to go here and here and here to. To complete these quests in a particular order to get everything done like that yeah 
And he's efficient. It's efficient. And pragmatic. But it's boring. You know? <laughs> it's pain in the ass. <laughs> like, I want to go over here. I want to look at the thing. Yeah, me I wanna, and you. I want to grab this horse. Yeah. You know, me, whatever. Yeah, me and you just stumble along and somehow it works out in the end. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we just found it, in, found it interesting. Like, again, you play the same game, but you have different experiences of it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, God, like that. What was that? Cancerous trash. My worst game, worst game ever from last. Was it from last year? That fucking piece of shit that the Jimquisition said is pretty okay. Oh, uh, hard reset. That's the one. Uh, <laughs> shart reset. What a fucking joke. Oh, I completely forgot that game even existed until you mentioned it as your worst game of the year. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. God, I hate it so much. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, for next week. Uh, so for that segment we'll be playing Saints Row 4 because you haven't played it before and it's been a while since I've played it so we'll see how we get on I've got high hopes I like the third one yeah the third one was fucking rad it's, it. it's great because when you're in the helicopter when you want to get your first apartment like really swanky apartment so you're in a helicopter overlooking this massive building and the guy who's flying the helicopter is like hey, how's it look he's like some asshole is in my pool <laughs> and he just free fall into the, onto the building hey I liked my favourite part of the third game was the very first it's like a bank job yeah like the very first one or whatever it's some kind of heist yeah and you're robbing it with novelty sized masks like they're giant heads yeah and they're the face of one of your crew like, yeah, this is the stupidest <laughs> thing ever Johnny Gap yeah <laughs> cause you know now everyone knows who did the bank job that's the that's the point of yeah it, it goes against the point of wearing a mask <laughs> Maybe it just like stares at the autism it, in me or something. It's uh, <laughs> but it, it's a PR stunt. It's I thought that was wonderful. It's great. Uh, so yeah, look and forward. The old Dick Van Dyke Cockney accent. Yeah, oh, fucking brilliant. Yeah, <laughs> I think that come, I think that makes a return in the fourth one as well. Oh, I'd hope so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, looking forward to to talk about that next week. But sure. F- for now, let's run through our quick fire round of news alrighty well first off yes <laughs> god uh, it's it's so good it it uh, sounds saying it saying it again it just it sounds sounds good in your ear every time you hear it yeah SWAT 4 is out digitally you can get it you can get it on GOG I already you, got it you can, you can download that shit and you can play yeah. it ah uh, it's it's yeah. like been teleported back in time when SWAT 4 isn't some magical rare treasure that's totally uh, you know totally yeah people can do stuff people used to need a disc to play it like that (laughs) a disc (laughs) like the computer doesn't even have an optical drive no neither does mine (laughs) (laughs) so like um like to play it and like these days you have to burn it to a disc yeah and then well i mean you you could obviously if you if you're gonna if you're going about it you know through official means yeah you need a disc and all that yeah but, but stone now, age yeah. bullshit now i mean you could obviously have burnt it, it to yeah. an iso or whatever yeah but but now you can download it legitimately yeah you can play it with friends you can you it's can nine, fail all your missing it's less than 10 bucks it's like nine euro you, you that's can, that's a bargain <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like um Christmas came late or early, whichever way you look at it. Absolutely. I mean, 2017 is already way better than 2016 for this alone. Yeah. We might all get obliterated in 
you know, a wholly nuclear fire, but at least swap forward exactly. made it to digital. If someone goes, nuclear war has broken out, you know what we'll do? We'll just play a land game of swap four ah. and end our and their last minutes of existence playing SWAT 4. I can think of like like much worse ways to go. Exactly. It's going to be and, great. And then we'll turn into super mutants. <laughs> Probably. Yes. Uh, so also, uh, Hitman, they're still releasing content. So uh, Hitman, the whole first season the is coming out. The new one now. Yeah. 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 The whole first season is coming out and as one kind of collect, collective piece. Yeah. Um, one single game rather than episodic releases yes uh, but first of all we're getting a new bonus new bonus mission uh, in Sapienza which is one of the levels which is probably the best designed level just uh, you know in the last year it's, yeah. it's beautiful I'm going to go there in real life like, <laughs> ah. where is it is it an actual Absolutely. ah yeah. good yeah. I thought it was some random Adnanistan country no no I'm pretty sure Hitman like through all the games is always used real places yeah. maybe it's jazzed them up a bit but that's what I mean like is it somewhere in like like I said Adnanistan like some <laughs> one of those countries look you, we both know Adnanistan is, is burnt I'm bringing burnt, it back burnt to ruin I'm bringing it back <laughs> hey man what they, happened to this legacy they do they do remakes forever. all the time I can do a remake of the same <laughs> um, fucking beautiful so yeah so they're they're bringing a new level which is cool a new bonus mission yeah um, so but but what's really interesting is they're bringing out a professional mode. So, so for people who have, uh, they've amassed enough mastery of the different missions. So, so let's say for most for most of the missions in the game, I've gotten like up to like sixteen mastery. Yeah. So for people who've gotten twenty right. mastery on on whatever level, you can unlock professional difficulty, and Ooh. it makes it a. Uh, it doesn't just hard mode basically. Absolutely, yeah. It, it doesn't just make it, you know, uh, enemies are more health or any that boss. Yeah. Uh, it, actually, it actually affects difficulty in, in terms of you're easier to detect. Sure. Uh, but, but also things that just make sense. Um, like currently in Hitman, if you have a weapon, but you're dressed as a guard, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But it could be any weapon, which I was like, I couldn't believe that. Cause I, really? So you could just have like a fucking axe? Well... I think so, but really, but but more so like I was going around. I was walking around as a security guard and I had a sniper rifle on my back. <laughs> and everyone's like, "That's fine." <laughs> hey, is that standard issue? Now I remember from previous Hitman games that wouldn't fly at all. Yeah, if you're walking around with like, "Oh, I've got an M60," open, or open carry like, um, like you could have. You can have an open carry. You could have an AK-47. Yeah. As long as that's what all the guards have. Yeah. That's fine. But if you're walking around with a fucking M60, everything yeah, like... If, it, if you stand out, you're a problem. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> so so that's one change. Uh, they're also going to nuke a lot of the free costumes that are like lying around for you to just pick yeah. up and, and drop into. That's good, because then you have to actually think about it a little bit more. It. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, you know, extra risk, you're going to be nuked down to one save. That uh, mightn't hurt anyone's feelings, but that, that hurts me deeply. <laughs> one, one save, as in, as in, on the mission, you can only save it once. So, what? so, so you can only like basically quick save before you like. So you can only reload back to a certain point. Yes. Yeah. So, like so it's almost like you're playing Hitman One. It's like, ah, ah, um, that that's actually pretty fucking rad. Uh, and then other things such as less health regen or slower health regen. Yeah. 
um, I think you're going to get less detail on maps and then more importantly uh, the way video cameras work is going to be is going to be different as in currently in the game if you're spotting a video camera then you need to go to the security room and get the footage and then you're okay. fine but now and kind of more logically if you're spotted by a video camera doing something pure shady like you yeah. know, an assault rifle then it's going to trigger an alarm because uh, you know on the other end someone's going to have seen it yeah because right now you can be like hey i'm doing lots of illegal shit on camera but as long as you go and you take care of the evidence yeah you're okay cool and uh, so look forward to that yeah i'm totally gonna play it and be terrified yeah <laughs> be terrified and continually die and fail until you perfect it like a man who did a speed run of one of the hitman games yeah uh, well the guy who did the guy who did the speed run of blood money that was really funny yeah because he totally <laughs> totally ruined the mechanics you, <laughs> where you get the coin and you use the coin to distract people but before you've thrown it everyone looks at you because it's suspicious yeah but it's not suspicious enough that it causes an alert yeah so what you can do is he does it at one point where his target walks in with like six bodyguards into a, a lobby yeah but he takes the coin out to throw it to, to, to throw it but he doesn't he doesn't release it yeah so he's still holding the coin as if to throw it so everyone in the lobby except his target stops and looks at him and his target just walks off by itself <laughs> <laughs> while everyone is staring at him holding the coin <laughs> the magic coin <laughs> and he's like uh, uh. <laughs> Uh, and like all these guards everyone civilians everyone is stopping for yeah. doing to look it's almost like a field of cows yeah when you walk up and go moo they're all like <laughs> what's what's this thing that's happening that's deadly <laughs> so they're all looking at him before he's throwing the coin and it basically gives him this window of opportunity to run up to the guy and he he he, he knows the game inside out so he knows yeah. that the, the, the target is going to take a particular route so so the target walks past this point by himself and he, he's already laid a detonator there and just blows, blows the target up <laughs> by himself and he gets silent assassin because yeah. he runs out of the place in time before anyone can be alerted yeah and that still counts yeah that's rad <laughs> he also he also was the one who taught me that you can kill as many people as you like and get silent assassin as long as you kill them using accidents and I did not like that <laughs> that changes everything that makes the game so much easier <laughs> Oh yeah, we had a terrible, terrible string of bad luck. You yeah, know, forty people <laughs> fell into a deep fat fryer or something. But uh, but uh, anyway, continuing yeah. on with the news, Pillars of Eternity two officially officially announced, announced. on Kickstarter. Well, it was actually I think it's on Fig. Okay. Which is it's just Kickstarter of another. I think now I'd have to confirm it. Um, did they not make enough money to bankroll themselves initially you know that's what I think and people yeah. might think oh that's cynical or whatever no it's not though but I mean if you want to kickstart a game that you want to play that's great but if you then you have to manage first of all those finances and make sure the game gets released so that you can be like oh if the game gets released properly and you make money off that use that funding to make your new game I mean on the one hand I do understand it um, because uh, <clears throat> Because however ma however much money you make from the game, yeah, from the demand that the game generates, you can put back into the game. You can hire more people and all yeah. that. You can you can make it a better project, um, and it's not like it's not like Obsidian are backed by fucking EA or something. Yeah. So so I do Again, understand that. I 
but I, but I, I get what you mean as well. I was thinking that. I was like, do they need to do yeah. Kickstarter? Or is it a case where they want to kickstart the second one because the money that they're using from the first one is to basically pay the developers to develop the game it as could, the Kickstarter is running? This, I don't know. This could just be financially how they operate now, that all their yeah. games are just going to be Kickstarted. And if, if that's the case, like if that's how they operate, that's fine. Yeah. Um, that's I I, I really don't know. I don't know enough about enough, it. Yeah, but I thought they made enough sales to like, like to, to, to generate enough money for it. Like that, it was. Then is it a case of them being greedy bastards, or is it a case that this is just, this or, is or is it that they the most efficient way they can or is operate? it that they've got basically part of their budget set aside for the game? Yeah, but they're kickstarting for like if they want to make some new no, changes. I think, uh, you know, uh, I mean? or is it a fully? I think it's a full Kickstarter campaign. It's already been met. Oh. It's already well, obviously met. it's going to be met. It's the fucking Pillars of Eternity 2. It's already been met, yeah. Um, so, uh, I guess it's just... it's. That's what it's, I mean. Like, it's, it's just how they operate. Yeah. You know? I don't, but I don't want to criticize it because I don't know if... if I, again, I don't know the insides and, and outs of their fucking company like business model. So I'd have to look at their, their P&L to make some kind of fucking <laughs> pro- proper criticism. Yeah. If they were EA or something, I'd be like, what a gang of yeah, scumbags. But, but the, the, the thing is, like the, the initial, the inherent problem with people who develop games running their own company is that they have no business sense. And the, the, it's the same thing with like Double Fine. Like the reason why they keep asking for more, for more money for games is because they keep overreaching. So is it a case where they don't have enough money for the second Pillars of Eternity 2 because they want some big grand version of for the second one? And they're like, oh, we actually don't have enough money to fund this. Let's kickstart the game. So they're adding whatever's on Kickstarter plus with their At funds the end for of the, the day, first They game. are a company and from that, from that perspective, your business has to grow every year. Yeah. So, But you can't just keep asking for, for money every how, time. Yeah, but how else? Like, if they don't, if they don't have backers, you know, if they don't have backers, then they need to do all the marketing and stuff for their for their game. Yeah, run themselves. the business themselves. Yeah, yeah. but um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, they're not a publishing. You know, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're a developer as yeah. opposed to like. No, no, I get, I get all that. Um, it's just I'm just thinking like. Yeah, you, I'm you not sold a game for like the basic bare bones version of it was like bread, bread and word was 40 quid then you have the whatever legendary edition the complete edition whatever because they were all sold at different tiers yeah absolutely um, so like obviously they would have they made enough sales to warrant a second game yeah uh, they're like oh that, we actually did well enough and there's a people want to, to play these games so obviously that would have translated in terms of sales so they should have enough money to fund the second game yeah but they also made tyranny as well and who knows what else they're working but they on but they kickstart in, attorney as well in the meantime did they kickstart attorney yeah yeah no attorney I'm pretty sure attorney was kickstarted the point is it's been announced it's been kickstarted yeah I just I just find it weird that they're the real the real crux will be is it going to be better and am I going to have to keep reading tweets like <laughs> like that despicable tweet yeah. I read earlier Saying that, I thought the nineties were the golden age of RPGs, but but the twenty the twenty tens beat it hands down. 
whoever you whoever you are sir madam whoever wrote that you can just burn in hell you can, yeah you can just die violently for having the worst opinion of all time um yeah no it was kickstarted Tyranny was yeah uh i think they got screwed financially by certain games that they wanted to make uh like obsidian themselves as a company i think when they were making games like with like microsoft and xbox one or whatever so they got screwed financially which is why they kickstarted tyranny um, obsidian have a long rich history of getting totally owned by um publishers publishers yeah, yeah. but what can you do yeah anyway no, yeah moving on moving on uh resident evil 7 is out and everyone is like oh it saved yeah. the whole series everyone's going ham it's like it's, it's actually like if you it's no longer a shooter game it's proper horror survival is Whereas it about Red umbrella and all that or sorry have they dropped Umbrella? Because I always thought that Umbrella was the biggest piece of shit ever. <laughs> you know, you know, Umbrella in Resident Evil is the evil corporation who makes the T virus that makes all the monsters. Yeah, and all this shit. was, this is set like you are in a house, um, and there's like the family members of the house are all fucking mental. Yeah, it looks, and it's an actual like sort of like if you've seen like the demo for PT, um, that was meant to be done by Kojima. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to that yeah. in terms of like setting and atmosphere. It's actually proper like horror game, as not like as opposed to like zombie game. Yeah. Whereas like Resident Evil 6 was like shoot all the zombies and the T-virus and all that. Whereas this is like you're in a house full of insane weirdos who are probably going to stab you in the face. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So it's proper like horror. Everything I've seen indicates that it's almost like a text chainsaw massacre. Yeah. More so than any of their yeah. any of their original stuff which yeah. is cool because it's when the series started it was supposed to be it was supposed to be horror focused yeah and you I can tell because the gameplay in the first few Resident Evils is fucking terrible because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what people are saying was Resident Evil 4 was the last good Resident Evil game yeah but you know they say that but Resident Evil 4 is what invented the whole super action packed Resident Evil as well uh -huh. Resident Evil 4 was really good yeah. but it was also super action packed full of quick time events and all yeah. this kind of which is what like five people running around so, with yeah. chainsaws to cut your head it was really spectacular yeah. uh, and it still to me suffered because there's still it's all about Umbrella and the T-Virus and all this bollocks like, yeah like just just do new things don't don't keep doing this fucking yeah. Umbrella can't be behind I, everything yeah. like they, I, I also, they have to run out of money at some point <laughs> I, I also think um, the reason why people are praising its glory is because I'd say most of those are from the VR version so VR horror is like a match made in heaven so yeah. there's people putting on their fucking <laughs> it's, Oculus Rift well, it's a match Yes, yeah. VR has nothing <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> outside of that <laughs> um, yeah so that's what I mean like Again, I can see it. Uh, like when you're watching a stream of it, it's terrifying to watch, mm. um, and it's also fucking gory as shit. Uh, but add that to VR, where you're like first person experiencing yeah. that. I think there's people who are soiling themselves every day playing that game. Awesome. And, and they're like, yeah. So I can I can see that. I'd subscribe to that newsletter. <laughs> uh, I need to send you a link to actually one of the streams for Resident Evil. Oh, well, I keep seeing stuff, and it's like all the gruesome deaths, and it's like, well, watch that here. Then I'm not gonna watch it like i'm not gonna play it you know why yeah. would i want to see well that that's essentially the spoilers of, of a horror game is like look i, at, I have look no intention to ever play a uh, horror game look though. at this horrible shit 
Horror games to me are probably the most disappointing genre going though. They they just don't they don't resonate at all. They don't you might get jump scares. Yeah. Or stuff like that. But you rarely get a sensation of dread. Yeah. And I mean I played Amnesia and Penumbra. The scariest games I've played are that I recall is definitely Alien vs Predator 2 when you're it's like oh no we left someone back in the back in the the alien nest it's like motherfucker I'm not going back it's there like, it's like get, get the fuck out of here and your main character goes we can't leave her it's like get the <laughs> fuck <laughs> I want to leave let Joe or Frank go yeah I we can live. stay yeah. I'm not going back in some fucking alien nest <laughs> basically yeah we all know what we're gonna find she's yeah. gonna she's gonna explode she's gonna yep. be dead yep you and go then you, in have there, to you walk you in, face huggers everywhere. It's like, oh god, <laughs> get them off me! <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, it, so that's our news roundup. News roundup. Yeah, lots of things. It's very rare that in January you get this much like news bits, uh, especially at Swap Four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, again, I have a, I just bought it literally before I started recording, so I'm gonna download that shit. Stick on a hard drive and be like, ah, oh, who's ready for the land? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna try and arrest that guy this time without, without shooting him 400 times. And I've never played the game. Someone's gonna walk in, like, just pump people full of lead. You know, you might pass the mission, but you'll, you'll fail because <laughs> <laughs> you'll fail. Excessive force. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get it even for not shooting people. Ah, oh, it's so legit. Yeah, too legit. The whole studio closed down as a result of the legit. That always happens. When a really great game comes out that defines the studio, basically puts their name in history, they close down soon after. It's too beautiful. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. You reach out and you, you're, you're trying to grab hold of the sun. Yeah. But the sun is too brilliant. Yeah. And it destroys you. So basically what we're saying is everybody is it was, like... It was, their, it was their... Icarus. Exactly. That's it. I was going to say it was their Icarian title. Yeah. So, history so beautiful it's not history you <laughs> <laughs> didn't you didn't actually make wings <laughs> hey man you don't know our audience maybe they believe that shit it's just funny i believe that all right so let us talk about the games we've played over the past week sure um do you want to go first or shall i um sure i'll go ahead cool um so i've been playing deus ex mankind divided yeah which i got ages ago and as per usual meant to play for so long yeah uh, actually when I got it when I first tried it I was like this is running terribly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I since I've updated my computer and yes. it's, it's actually it's actually quite reasonable uh, it was uh, it was poison before yeah um, that's no reflection in the game it's because my computer was <laughs> it's about like 12 years old I think 13 <laughs> Was it stuck on DDR2? Uh, it, was, it was running like pure trash. Yeah. But um, but yeah, so the game kicks off a few months after the end of uh, Human Revolution. Yeah. Spoiler, Adam Jensen is not dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which you could have taught at the end of the first one because a lot of people die at the end of the first one. Yeah. Um, uh, the first one kind of culminates with this incident. Um, where quote Oggs, unquote yeah it's, it's literally referred to as the incident where Oggs were basically driven insane mm. um, all across the world so it led to anyone with any kind of augmentation um, no matter how big or small 
they all went crazy. So people murdered their own kids, you know. There was Fucking riots. Hell. People did crazy things. Oh, the setting now makes sense for me. <laughs> because they're compelled to. So, so it leads to the setting where yeah. um, in the aftermath, uh, there's basically segregation going on everywhere. It's totally racist, and um, the the setting of the the setting of the game is you're in uh, the Czech Republic. Um, you're in a you're in Prague. Yeah. And uh, it, it, it the whole the whole atmosphere there is awesome. That it's really oppressive police presence. Yeah. Uh, and everyone treats you like garbage. Everyone, oh, because uh, you're augmented. Yeah, yeah, and you're really obviously augmented as well. So, uh, I mean, it's the shades to give it away. No, not the big robot arms <laughs> or any of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, the police force and just the general passersby will, will, they'll, they'll make racist comments to you. Like, wow. they, call, they call you clank. Ah, so so so, so clank is it's machine. Clank is basically it's basically their N word. Yeah. Same with like uh, Hanser. Hanser is another one. I can't remember what the origin of that yeah. is, but uh, it's, it's 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 probably again, not great. It's another racist word for yeah. for an augmented, and you have different cues like you know augments only and you know normals only. And yeah, stuff. it's it's totally awesome. That's deadly. Um, oh, like like. A, if you're on a bus, you have to sit at the back. Yeah, so you're going down, say, you use the subway station, and there's two queues, and there's the augments only and, and the normals. Which is the quicker one? Uh, well, usually I just jump, you know. I'm usually doing my big power sprint, and I <laughs> jump along. So I just I just go in whatever queue. I don't give a shit. But you will get guards saying comments like, wrong queue, clank. Ah. And what, what I've always felt was done really well in, in all the Deus Ex games Except the second one, because fuck that game. <laughs> um, the the characterization of the of the place, yeah, whatever area you're in, is done really well. Um, so you're in the Czech Republic, so people speak English to you, but lots of times people will they'll be passing phrases in in Czech. Yeah, and that's pretty. I don't know about you. Awesome. My Czech's pretty fucking rusty, so people could be saying that about mine you. is non-existent. <laughs> People could be saying that about you all the time. And it Do just you have adds, subtitles on? Uh, no. Okay. Because um, you can probably like just try it out with I'd subtitles like, and Google. I'd like to. Uh, I I prefer to not know. I think it's way yeah. more, it's way more interesting. Well, no, just because I'm curious. Because I don't the, know. Yeah, you know? but I'm just curious really, to, to what they say. Like it's it's like. Or is it like where the developer has like put in like basic everyday sentences because it's in a foreign language? You might be like, did that guy say something about me? Is he talking about me? Yeah, well, you can you can discern the the intent, yeah. the tone, because yeah. it's really well, you know, voice acted and all yeah. that. Um, uh, and basically, every police presence you encounter hates you, and you you actually need to have ID and papers and stuff. So it's like it's proper like yeah. authoritarian. Papers, please. People stop you and they check your papers and then they give you shit. Wow. You know. Holy shit. Uh, and it's great that they open. That's your, grim. They openly refer to you as clank because it's it's. They're literally like, they're they're literally like uh, being openly racist against you. Yeah. Just you know, just for existing. And it's like this game is ballsy, ballsy and awesome for um, for embracing that. Yeah. Um, it's not ham-fisted, no. It's like no. The, it's not it like feel, it totally feels legit. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes games tend to do that. They they take on a really like mature 
I don't I don't want to say mature, but like an actual real life situation or an aspect of real life yeah. that is just like again like racism is terrible but they put it into their game and they don't go all the way like Bioshock Infinite has bits of it but it's done really in like a ham-fisted way because it doesn't show you the actual reality of hey this is what actually happens they sort of like go halfway to try and compromise between like you know showing oh, you that racism exists oh, and oh. not basically showing you the actual reality of it whereas like you said you have actual guards the police force who are meant to be like know protect and serve being like hey, yeah they're track. basically they're basically being used to uh oppress yeah not just not just augmented but like everyone yeah but um but they've got a really bad reputation with augmented people yeah uh, and it's great because uh in in the lore of the game augmented people need a drug called neuropazine mm. because if they don't have it their body starts rejecting the, aug- yeah. the augments now as adam jensen you don't you're you're a you're a freak basically you don't you don't need it but you're okay. the only one who doesn't yeah need it. so what it means is there's loads of homeless like augmented people there's loads of there's like people actual, dealing like, neuropazine yeah. and stuff uh, and and there's lots of people asking like if if you encounter them they'll ask you if you have any yeah um, but you don't because you don't need to well you can collect it stuff so. ah and um, but it's great because you know sometimes you find people who are sympathetic whether they're augmented or not yeah or uh, you find people who are trying to come to terms with what they did when they went crazy. Ah, uh, I'd say that's not fun. Yeah, and it's and it's it, like I said, the it whole world sounds fucking grim. The whole world is is really well realized. Um, and as it starts off, you're you're basically working for Interpol. Yeah. Um, and it's not explained yet. Anyway, I'm about twenty hours into it, and it's not explained. You know specifically how you got there and how you started Interpol yeah it doesn't really matter because like um, you were you were initially like a security guard for company for, weren't you yeah for your security you're like in charge of security for Saraf Industries who yeah. make all the augment who make all the uh, augmentations and all that um, and in the wake of the incident they've gone bankrupt obviously uh, and it's great because you, you also get like uh you have clinics where in human revolution you would have gone to upgrade your augmentations yeah but now they've been like firebombed they got graffiti and shit all over them oh wow um and yeah there's lots of there's lots of graffiti kind of everywhere about uh, like you you'll go to a sewer and you like put clanks in this hole ah and, and all, like there's, there's lots of really nice touches and uh, uh kind of married with the 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 general design of uh, the uh, of the Czech uh, of, yeah. of Prague, it's it really it really does feel alive and and as I was saying to you earlier, um, it reminds me of the first day of sex, which is like huge the highest compliment. probably the highest praise you could heap on any day of sex game. Yeah, um, the town really feels uh, alive and full of characters who are. They have their own interests, their own lives, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. They have their own motivations. And the only thing that there. binds them all together is how miserable everything is. <laughs> uh, so naturally, you just get to go around. Uh, just like in just like in the previous games. Yeah. You get to go around being better on and battering the shit out of people and using your augmentation. Like I often use the augmentation that allows you to read someone's um, 
body language so mm. then you can infer infer and you can persuade or yeah. you can threaten them with much greater success and then you um because uh, you're saying that you've only actually like shot two people since your entire play yeah I'm pretty much stealthy and uh quite uh pacifist as in yeah most of the people if i'm fighting against cops and stuff most of the time i'll just knock them out yeah <laughs> because it's incredible incredibly easy for them with his metal arms and all that. <laughs> just come up and just like uh, just like in human revolution you have these great little cut scenes where uh, some of them are like comedic where you like smack two heads together yeah um most of them are the they're really well done so if you're in cover and some guy's walking up and you trigger you know a knockout yeah uh, usually it'll take into account the fact that you're in cover so in the animation you'll you'll step out from cover or say if you're up beside a wall and there's a guard walking in and you trigger an attack in the in the cutscene of the attack the guard walks through the door and you'll elbow him in the chest ah. so you'll, you'll actually you'll actually use your cover and what I've noticed is really cool is you'll knock them out and then as part of the animation he grabs them and he throws them down into cover you'll throw yeah. them out into basically into where he's standing because he's he's getting them out of the way because it'd be fuck all use you knock someone out and then they're just out there for everyone to see yeah Um. so yeah so the whole tone and the whole kind of driving force of the game is, is remarkably similar to Human Revolution. I've no, there's no complaints there. Really. Yes, I quite like Human Revolution. The only thing that appears to be lacking is there's none of those stupid fucking boss fights, uh, which, which, which again married the experience. Yeah. In, in so the this is a bonus. Game. It's a bonus, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that you're just, you know, it's just kind of story driven. Um, so just, know, there's like objectives from, that you have to do, like yeah, missions there's objectives, and objectives. But it's it's like it's fairly free roam you know so like there's objectives and then you can find side missions like at one point i found a body uh, a crime scene and i um just down an alleyway and it was uh, some augmented girl who was torn up basically wow and you have to go and um uh, i didn't even solve the case um so i don't know if it's i can solve it later or yeah. i just didn't find all the clues myself yeah but uh you're given a lot of suspects and you can track them down and you can search their houses and find more evidence you can hack into their computers and see if you can find any like there's one guy and i hacked into his computer and found out that uh he was he was getting it on with some augmented hookers mm. which would have been bad for his reputation but also an alibi for him so that he couldn't murder this this particular yeah um so a lot of this a lot of the, the little plots and stuff they're quite intricate and and uh, again they all have that like kind of reminiscent of the the vampire the masquerade world right everything is dark and depressing so it's really as far as i'm concerned it's like right at home it's like this is this is awesome yeah everyone is gross everything is grim and depressing and rotten and how um, great so in terms of like what's what's new besides that real kind of authentic feel to the whole world and stuff. yeah like on the one hand the visuals and stuff are excellent but uh, in terms of gameplay and stuff, it's it, it's definitely smoother w when you're getting into combat and stuff. The the shooting mechanics and stuff. What you can do with your guns, you can you can find crafting parts and you can upgrade the, the the damage and output and all that. You can you can add silencers and different yeah mod cons here to your weapons. And um, 
what's cool is you can have you can have a pistol or an assault rifle with a silencer on it and then uh, I'm using the, the keyboard and the mouse to play so when you when you press Y you look at your gun and then you have all these different options and one of them will be you know, change the ammo yeah and one will be you know you have a silencer on you and you you can deactivate it and the silencer retracts and it goes into the barrel of the gun ah. like, that is ridiculously yeah. slick yeah and then you can have so, so I saw you could upgrade your pistol to full auto like fucking Robocop uh, and but when you're looking at your gun in that in that mode where you push Y mm. you can you can select between firing modes and stuff so it's it's a, it's a really cool uh, yeah. method for letting you customize the weapon on the go yeah um, which and is deadly rather than having a menu yeah rather than having a menu it's it's just way yeah. more, way cooler and then you've got you've got different types of grenades and stuff like you've got smoke grenades uh, which are awesome you can actually use them in front of cameras because I was sneaking around the bank and oh. I was like how do I get in there how did a fucking camera see me because I had to hack a, a, a key uh, a keypad yeah and the camera kept seeing me beforehand because it happens in real real time as it should in every fucking game yeah you know when you go to like a little mini game yeah that should always happen in real time as far as I'm concerned because that's right. that's real life yeah because it doesn't pause real life the game doesn't pause you know? yeah <laughs> so um so yeah I dropped the smoke bomb and the camera can't see me it can see lots of smoke but it can't yeah. see me I'm like ha stupid camera <laughs> <laughs> so, so how does the, the hacking mechanic work then is it like you have to is it like a password that you have to find or is it like initially I found it really difficult <laughs> yeah you can find passwords and stuff you right can, and just like in real life sometimes they're written down in emails sometimes so this is like you're, sometimes I think there's you, like a sticky note on a wall yeah, I think, you, will I think have written you're talking it. about the first one in that in the first game that's how you actually got around stuff as well yeah in the first original yeah Day Sex, like you can hack into the bosses Absolutely. to find their switch kill and sometimes yeah, it's like kill written switch, on a, yeah, yeah kill yeah. switch and it's like written on a piece of paper or like a post and note just sitting on their desk what's great is lots of that stuff it gives you it's like we were talking about before it gives you unnecessary but kind of fulfilling details to yeah. stories I mean stuff. they don't need to add that in but it really it brings the whole game to life yeah especially when you're like reading emails about little you know trysts and stuff going on or drug deals or whatever yeah or, or just people complaining about like oh my wife yeah or they're talking shit about their off. boss yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's it really it adds, adds to the game yeah. and it's 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 like an easy way to do it because it's all in text yeah you know and, and yeah. you're using your head to put it put that all, was, all the pieces that was one together of the, one of the things I liked in Transistor in the combat was I didn't have to find out the background to all these characters I can just use their attacks yeah. and the game just gives me more text onto their page yeah it was a great way to, to do it and it's the same awesome. here yeah um uh, what else well i suppose one of the key differences in this deus ex is you've got new uh, augmentations yeah but they're experimental so to use them um to use them they actually take up far more energy than your than your body is capable of so you actually yeah. have to deactivate other augmentations to use them because That's otherwise cool. you go into overclock and uh. it, it fucks you up yeah uh, is this how why other augments went crazy uh no no you uh, currently you haven't discovered why uh, these, okay. these custom augments they appear to have been they appear to have been put in uh, basically put into adam while he was recovering from the events of the last game okay but he doesn't but you, you don't know, know who you don't it know. was or why uh 
and all my dead ends keep or all my all my leads keep becoming dead ends yeah it's like oh this guy will know show up at his house he's dead <laughs> god, god damn uh, why isn't anyone alive <laughs> but so, and it's 20 hours into the game yeah fucking yeah. hell but i am i mean i'm playing it like like going oh what's over here what's this yeah if it was playing it like javi i'd probably finish the game <laughs> <laughs> but uh the 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 new augments are pretty awesome as well yeah um like one is the nano blade and it's basically so so when you're fighting people in like melee cutscenes if you're if you're if you're killing them mm. then you know adam will have these blades that come out of his arms and he'll impale them and do all cool shit like wolverine yes um but in this instance you're you're able to use it manually it's not just part of a cutscene and you ah. can fire at people so you can nail people to walls and ah. stuff with big bits of nano even carbon. adam jensen's made a few changes <laughs> exactly <laughs> and one of the cooler ones i think is this um titan armor and basically what it does is it just makes you impervious to damage you know? sounds yeah. like that's what it does yeah uh, and it ba- it does it in a way that like isn't I'm like, cheap i'm like that that sounds like if you could do it like if if you could maintain it it would actually work and it's <laughs> like it's like uh, it creates like a field of of moving um like nano nanotubes yeah um uh and the, f- the fact that they're moving is is super important because when you think of like protection from projectile weapons like bullets or whatever yeah it's it, it's not so much that it it's not so much the penetration that will kill you it's the the force yeah so the fact that this armor is always moving is it it's um this you know it's disper- dispersing the force all over your body yeah so you're basically able to run around with this black yeah it's it's, it's a bigger mm-hmm. area of of hit so it's yeah. less there's less damage like uh, it's not you're, pinpoint you're, you're basically able to run around wearing this stuff and just blow the shit out of people yeah well is it like a time yeah, it basically okay. it, it eats it eats up by your your energy, and once it uh, depletes, then you're just you know back to normal. Okay. That's good. But um, but I'm sure you can upgrade that to, for longer times. Yeah, you can. Yeah, uh, and then all the classics are like you can go invisible. You've got the super strength, so you can pick up a dumpster and throw dumpsters at people. I mean, you've got robot arms. <laughs> it, just, it never gets old that picking up a dumpster and fucking it at someone. Yeah, and because you're continuing on from Human Revolution, you don't start off at like as a pleb. You basically you still have the same augments as before at the start of the game you're a bit damaged so you need to go and visit a guy and and once he resets your systems you, you you're given a load of points a lot of praxis points yeah. to basically invest in what skills you want so you're more or less able to pick almost all the same skills you would have had initially yeah um obviously so not, obviously not i went for level. i went for all the cool shit yeah that i loved from the first game oh punch through walls yes please <laughs> <laughs> knock knock <laughs> um oh that door's busted doesn't open i'll make my own door <laughs> <laughs> um or like here's the mul- adam mul- multiple takedowns so you know obviously you, you jump between two guys and yeah. smash their heads together or something. deadly um or two people mind their own business <laughs> yeah so what you're saying is they've improved on everything so is there anything that's like negative about it or that you be like or is there anything from the from revolutions where you're like oh i wish they had that in there or you know almost every aspect really has been improved like the platforming is so much better in terms yeah. of like remember the first one if you didn't have the there's there's a 
um, there's a module I think it's called the Icarus system and it's basically for stopping you from taking fall damage yeah and that works really well in this one and I remember if you didn't have it in the first game and you fell from any height you just immediately die I was like this is bollocks yeah <laughs> but it, it's better implemented in this one and you can also use it as a weapon now so you can when you're when you're like falling down you can do an Icarus strike and you can like uh, massacre someone deadly from, from above turn um, your uh turn your own mistakes into fatalities yeah and you can also appear cheap enough i've jumped from massive heights and when you're about to land in front of someone you you press attack mm. and so it doesn't do a landing animation you just go straight you go straight into the attack <laughs> it's like yeah that makes that makes perfect sense also um, you just cut straight to the kill animation yeah that. it's like yeah that makes sense <laughs> oh look you didn't land you just you just Appeared. magically yeah magically just killed everyone yeah <laughs> um but in terms of like combat and stuff, it's uh, I definitely think it's 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 the better game. Like the mechanics are actually yeah enjoyable. So the only reason to play the Re- Revolution is just for the story, then. Yeah, I think the gameplay is entirely improved, and um, so yeah, that'd be fair to say. Yeah. Now I really liked Human Revolution, yeah. the story and all that. Um, but I mean, there's no like but I think mechanically, like gameplay wise, there's no reason to. Other than the story, there's no reason. To no, you've pretty much got the whole. You've got all the same skills. Um, that's good. And then more stuff. Yeah, that's what you want from a sequel. Uh, absolutely. Do you want the original plus more plus, bells and whistles? Plus more stuff. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many different areas you're going to get to go to in Human Revolution. Yeah. So obviously. You mean Mankind Divided? Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah, Mankind Divided. And I know in Human Revolution there was like three or four different areas. Yeah. So obviously that'll be a reason to go. And and like three different three or four different cities or yeah, yeah. so well, I mean if it's a global issue it's not just in I imagine it's not just in Prague where that no that no. fucking thing is happening like but I imagine it's like a, like, you, you, like you said well, everybody on earth went fucking mental yeah well I mean initially you're in Dubai for a short while it's only it's only for one mission yeah Um. but uh, then Prague is like your main kind of area and then I was in a different part of the Czech Republic called uh, Gollum City mm. which is where they've dumped all the Oggs I'm sure it's you know where where Trump plans to dump all the Mexicans in, you know and it's in, in his grand it's, they're still like alive Oggs like oh yeah, yeah. oh okay no it's basically like a giant like... refugee city uh, yeah so it's it's cool it really does deal with you know maybe not like maybe not topical issues but like yeah. Like segregation and human it nature. It reminds me of you know District District Nine. Yeah. Um, and it's oh all yeah dealing with, uh, yeah dealing with South Africa and all that. So it's it's pretty pretty cool. Um, I did not make that comparison at all when you were talking about it, but now that you mention it, yeah, yeah, you know, I could re- totally see it. It re- really does remind me of it. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds sounds rad. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely recommend it. I'm really surprised it didn't get more of a. It didn't get more of a, a swan song rent yeah, last I, year. I thought that people were fairly harsh on it, like super harsh on it. Like they're talking about like the story and the main bad guys again. You you you'd have to judge for yourself when you get there. Um, I can't but, understand how anyone criticizes the main bad guys because the main bad guy, the main bad guy in this would appear to be uh, the guy who's pulling all the strings. Yeah, they're all from the original Deus Ex. Yeah, so anyone who's criticizing that is like. It's like, oh look, oh look, you know, Bob Page from from Deus Ex One, <laughs> he's he's fucking garbage. Yeah, 
and no one's gonna say that because because no one's gonna say a bad word against Deus Ex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like, like I haven't gotten there yet, but you you are seeing these little cool little you glimpses, know, yeah, glimpses of these famous characters from the first game. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm just waiting for the moment when it all comes together. It just yeah, meshes perfectly. Ah, like, oh, it's so fucking beautiful. Yeah. And Manny went to his room and fat for two years. Damn right. <laughs> What I'm hoping happens is I'm gonna run into one of the one of the main characters from the first game. Yeah. And they're gonna like maybe they'll kill me or something. Like that is so <laughs> fucking legit. Be like, I'd, I'd weep. Be like, ah, oh, the, the completeness of it all. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Sounds, so sounds rad. But of course they won't do that because they're not gonna they're not gonna kill a protagonist probably going to do something real lame like try to shoehorn Adam Jensen into I the mean, original series I mean the great thing about Red Dead Redemption was that they they pulled the trigger on that mm. yeah yeah, which is awesome because that ending was just like <sighs> it just right, it was a total fucking like kick to the nuts as well it's, it's what seldom is wonderful mm. it's true alright uh, so the games I was playing basically I played zero zero modern titles this this week uh, what I went was I just I got an emulator I was like I just want to play all the old games that I used to play um, so I played a whole load of Tony Hawk's 2 I played the Simpsons game which is just the Simpsons game like I think it's like the first Simpsons game to come out uh, and then I played I did try out like I said I tried out BMX Triple X oh yeah because initially I don't know who defended it. If it was either you or me. Oh, it was me. All right, I yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, I want to see how much of this is legit and how much of it is just, just like bullshit, essentially. So I played that and the whole nudity bit, totally legit. So you can make a female character and you can have her topless um, just with her tits hanging out, all like one pixel of them. Um, hanging out? I mean, yeah. they're not even perky or anything. That's some they're, depre they're, depressing shit right they're there. They're too perky. Ah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like so very. You know. They're basically like, uh, just two solid rocks, and all they don't, right. they don't, they don't, <laughs> like they don't move at all. That's like, what I'm talking about. <laughs> you're like you're on your BMX and you're doing flips and shit, and they just they're always static. Uh, then when I was playing that, what you can do as well. So let's so I'll start with BMX triple X. So. There's no time limit on the levels. Uh, so you can talk to pe different people and they give you different missions to do. Um, so I was talking to... Uh, talk to... Basically, it was a hooker out on the road. She's like, oh, you need to bring me back to my pimp along with like four other hookers around the level. So you have to find them all. Um, and they jump on the back of your BMX and you have to cycle back. So while they're, they're on the back, you can still like go up ramps and do tricks and flips and stuff. Nice. Um, and it's great. And then you bring them back and the pimp that's walking around progressively you initially i found it really funny but progressively he just gets angrier and more aggressive and he's like he's walking down he's like bitch you got my money and i just i just laughed initially because like that's so fucking random and stupid uh, but then he got really aggressive he's like i will cut you bitch like proper like really like aggressive oh well if you're not going to give him his money I, I don't know how to interact with him <laughs> um and then you can talk to there's a street vendor you can talk to. He gives you a quest to do. I forget what the actual mission to do was because I was just like, this is so fucking stupid. 
uh, like the whole game mechanically the controls are really crap um like again comparing it to tony hawks the tony hawks controls uh, even for that era of like games they're pretty tight yeah um, and they're very responsive in bmx it's like they're almost like floaty um and they're very like rigid in terms of like they have no leeway if, so, I, if i'm thinking of a scale of terrible controls you know i don't know what 10 is but i know zero is die by the sword now i don't know if you played die by the sword i don't think i've played die by the sword no. you need to play die by the sword. <laughs> just just I know Gothic is probably in there at like a two or something, but yeah. Die, Die Light of Sword yeah. is, is the funniest, worst <laughs> controls ever. <laughs> um, so I was, I did uh, like when you walk, cycle by the the vendor. He's a street vendor, like in New York. He's like, I've got a hot salty nutsack here. <laughs> Get your hot salty nutsack. And I'm like, this is just like low brow, like toilet humor. And some of it works because it's just funny. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. I love it. <laughs> I'll admit it. I love some parts of it. Like when you when when I first cycle past, it's basically a love hotel because uh, it's got like hotel XXX or whatever it is. It's like a really shitty like proper like really garish neon sign. Uh, and the pimps is like walking up and down the road. It's like, bitch, you got my money. I fucking died laughing because it was so random because I didn't expect it. Um. Then, true to life. then it gets to the point where it's like thrown in shit just I think just to, for the reaction that it would get from people playing yeah. the game so well it's not surprising your title called BMX Triple X yeah so you get to an area where there's a it's basically a strip club and to find it you kind of have to go like like it's a ways in like you have to actually really like when you find it you have to go through like alleyways and stuff and the bouncer won't let you in uh, and he tells you like he basically calls you a fucking bum and he pushes you down because you've absolutely no money. So that starts a mini game basically, or a, a mission where you have to collect five of the coins and then cycle back to him and he lets you in. When you, he lets you into the, the strip club, they play an actual FMV of a stripper doing a pole dance cool. in, her, in her lingerie. <laughs> and then it's like, if you want to lock more uh, videos, then do all the rest of the challenges and come back to, to your man and let you back in. Cause now you have money. Uh, well, it just sounds like it's a real life simulator <laughs> I've only played that one level um, and that's about it for BMX Triple X like if you can get a hold of it I play just just to see how like outlandish it is yeah. but in terms of like fun uh, it's not that it's not that great um, play just for like the sort of like like I said for the silliness the outlandishness um, I've yet to figure out if you can because you can go topless I want to see if you can go bottomless if they went all the way um, for research, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, like they've got a serious problem with that in in the states historically. That like, you know, you can do all sorts. You can murder people and stuff. Yeah. But like once, but you, once nudity comes into yeah. it, it's like, oh, oh no, we can't have this. Yeah. This what is. If, what if Jesus saw it? <laughs> this is the devil's game or whatever. Yeah. So that's BMX Triple X. Um, also played the Simpsons game. All right, what's involved in the Simpsons game? So Simpsons game is like uh, you, there's a story progression to it. Um, when you start the game off, it starts off. Um, it's in the scene from the actual show where Homer ends up in like Chocolate Land and he starts eating like the rabbits and stuff. Like when the rabbit jumps in his arm, it just takes a bite out of it, takes a bite out of the lamppost, mm, and yeah, half price, <laughs> basically. Um, 
and then that's how the that's the tutorial level so you have to go around beating beating up uh chocolate bunnies cool and uh, collecting all the like the snacks and donuts and stuff and you're following like the white chocolate bunny like basically it's a reference to like alice in wonderland yeah um and then at the end you you fight the white chocolate bunny and it cuts to back to homer sitting on the couch sleeping he's like please don't be a dream please don't be a dream he wakes <laughs> up he's like god damn it it was a dream um ah, importantly is it you know is it voice is it yeah Brian Castellano? full full voice acting from that's, the original that's, cast that's okay because that would be really really cringe where yeah way. no it was it's the original cast doing the voice acting for each of the characters um and then when you finish that that cut scene then you're in the in the house and you can switch between bart and homer so you can then start and you can leave the house then and then like you, every time you start a new level you, you're back in the house and then you pick the character you want to play with oh. um, and then you go back outside and for for the first level you end up in the sewers and the reason why you do that is you, bart goes into the quickie mart or some store to buy a game um and the guy at the table is like, I can't sell you this. This is rated M. And the guy and Bart basically bribes him with something. I can't remember what it was. With like a magazine or some sh- sort of shit. He's like, he's like, this never happened. And the man sells it to you. Wait, the comic book guy? No, no. It's the it's the guy who's in his... Who's, who hasn't hit puberty. So his, who hit puberty oh. and his voice is cracked. Oh, the teenager. The yeah. teenager, yeah. Um, so him. So he sells it to you. And you come back outside and Marge takes it off he's like i'm putting this where i've put your bb gun and your magazines homer's underwear drawer he's like oh no then homer shows up with your bb gun and magazines like hey look what i found in my underwear drawer and he's like do you want to join me like in the sewers because you you went you're playing as bartman so like, you want to join me on an adventure in the sewers and you're like sure sounds like something homer would suggest all right yeah and then you just jump in the sewers and then you start off underneath the museum um and this is where you start and in in each level you can switch between the different characters so you have to use homer to stand on pressure pads and then you have to switch to bart to climb up like the vines and stuff all right because uh, he can use his bartman cape to like glide across areas um and then you use again they all have their different mechanics and there's also like random collectibles you can find so you can find duff like ball caps but only homer can collect those so you have yeah. to switch to Homer to pick up the Duff Wildcats if you want to go like do the full completion stuff. One thousand percent. Yeah. So like each level, like if you need to do something specific and you're stuck, the game doesn't tell you, "Oh, do this." What it does is, it it puts that like the you know the little dream cloud yeah. and it puts a picture of the character that you need to switch to ah. to do the next bit. So like it infers to you, like you can infer like from the the screen itself what you need to do next yeah so rather than like you need to switch to homer now it just like it's in the corner and it's like you work it out yourself um and i've only gotten to a part to that specific spot because the controls again i could be that there's like lag time between my input and the game uh, just because i'm using a ps4 controller uh, so that could be the reason as well there might be like an input lag so because it's, again it's um it's working off an emulator yeah um so like doing specific jumps and platforming bits you can have to it's very re- repetitive because you have to time it properly yeah and the reaction time isn't as what you think it is so at the moment i'm playing at the point where bart uh is like well i'm bartman i should stop because the you know the bullies the three bullies and yeah. the simpsons they're basically broke into the museum and they want to steal stuff 
and you and Homer are like, oh, I'm done in the sewers. Let's go back. Let's go back outside. And Bart's like, well, maybe I should, you know, go into the museum and stop those bullies from stealing stuff. And that's to the point where I've gotten it. Um, I don't know if it holds up to the nostalgia because I don't remember 100% of the game. Yeah. Uh, I might, if I play it back, like, oh, I remember that. I remember this. Like, I remember the, the, the sewers and the Bartman bit. Uh, and especially Homer in like the tutorial level eating all the chocolate bunnies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but again, it's really fun. Like just going back and listening to like the cast, like saying like random stuff as well. Um, it's really cool. Right. I mean, I mean, it's back when you know Simpsons was still funny. So yeah, it's, it's probably good jokes. They man. have. Ah, oh, what did a white rabbit say? Is like, you look like a guy who came back from a Japanese RPG game. <laughs> Like you basically you look like a guy who's suited to more like to more of an RPG game rather than like specific like he talks shit to you but like he he puts down other genres of video games as well. Come uh, here, you smart ass little bastard. I think essentially that's what happens as well, like <laughs> uh, what Homer says to him. Um, and the other game that I played was that totally stands up to passes the nostalgia test is Tony Hawk's two. Uh, which is so fucking good. The, um, it's like in every level you, to 100% complete it you have you have three constants you have to get the secret tape which is usually somewhere random to find or in a hidden area that you have to unlock you have to get all the skate letters which again will be in random places that you're usually in, like you'd have to grind your way across multiple yeah. different things and then all the cash which is everywhere and you like you might find all of the visible ones but then you have to do some, some random shit to unlock the secret area that has the the rest of the cash. So on on the first level, you have to grind the propeller of the helicopter that's in the military base. When what happens then is helicopter takes off, crashes through the roof, which causes parts of the roof to come down, which give you a little ramp that you can jump up to grind the lights, which leads you to the secret tape that's just like all the way up in no, no, not secret. The last bit of cash that you need to get, which How is did the cash get up there? I don't know. It's almost as if it's not real. It's like a mystery. Game. Yeah. Um, and then when the helicopter takes off, the shutter to the outside opens up, and that's where the secret tape is. So like, there's all these little different things that you that you can do to unlock secret areas. And then in the ramp bit, like the half pipe bit, there's also a propeller across another door. Like, that's suspicious. I wonder if I can grind across that. Yep, you grind across it, opens up another secret area. And there's even more cash in there to find. So if you want 100% complete the, the game, there's all these little cash that you have to collect. you got to grind as, everything. Yeah, as well as get like the secret, uh, the tapes, the skate letters. In the military base, you have to knock over five barrels and collect five pilot wings. It's basically like tat that you have to collect. Yeah. But you, the object is to collect as much as you can in two minutes and try and beat the high score. Yeah, um, and it's really cool. Like if you hold yourself to those rules, uh, when you get to the to the latter uh, stage of the game, you're gonna have a bad time if you're sticking to those rules. Sometimes I just spend the two minutes trying to get the skate letters, and that's it. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll just spend the two minutes trying to get the secret tape, and then I'm like, okay, now I need to get the high score. So there's like the high score, pro score, and six score, which is basically like three different levels of. I think the of first one's score. like. Yeah, 10,000 for the first one, then 15,000, and then I think it's like 50,000 or 60,000. What the hell, man? <laughs> yeah. It's quite the jump. But it's a sick score. On the second level, it's 100,000, I think. 
And then I just I'm, mean like if the high score is ten thousand. High score is like the six scores five times more. Yeah, because it's it goes it, it increments it doubles and then that doubles again like um it's I assume I think it's like I could be wrong it could be like ten twenty five and fifty. Do you know what I mean? That would yeah. make a more a little bit more sense. Um, but it's that increment like it your first score doubles and then that score doubles. But when you get to certain stages, uh, one of the levels it's like you have to get two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, and you might think that's impossible, but you can use um. The trick is to basically use manuals, which is like you this like the skater basically tilts his board forward or backwards. Yeah. Um, and that what that does is it continues your combo while you move from you know, like ramps to to rails and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. If you there's not if the distance is too far, so you're still continuing your score because you're not you're you know you're doing you're a still, trick. Yeah. Um, but then you have the the mini game of you have to stay balanced on it while getting to like moving your character yeah. to get to the rails so there's loads of little bits uh, the metagame yeah like on the second level which is the school you have to grind one of the, the rails as the bell rings to open up the gym which has a pool and a basketball court so you can go in there and get like cash and and, and stuff as well it's like if you want to 100% complete the game you need to find all the little secret areas and like you have to do specific things to unlock those like in New York, you have to get up to where the the subway goes, and I don't know how to unlock the escalator. Yeah. Uh, I just grind. Like I go to a specific place and grind, and then I don't know if that's what causes. I don't know if if you know you know correlation does not equal to causation, but some something I do in the game unlocks the yeah. rail bit, or it could be that enough time passes by on the level. So there's like all these little bits and things that you have to figure out as you're playing the game. But the level design on it was so great because everything works in tandem. So in, at the first two or three levels, you can get everything in one go. Uh, yeah. If you do hit all the specific spots in a specific order. Yeah. But then progressively, uh, when you get to the later stages, it gets harder to do stuff. Like in one of the levels in Philadelphia, you have to get all the Liberty Bells. And they're all over the gas. They could be on roofs. They could be just randomly like in front of you. Uh, specifically like the skate letters. They just throw them all over the gaff. Yeah. Because because the harder level. So you have to like, obviously you've upgraded your stats as well. So you can hit higher speeds and hit higher jumps as well. So like if you're using a custom character, it's going to be a little bit harder. Because the, the pros themselves, their stats are already at a certain point. Yeah. So you could be like, you know, take Tony Hawks. He's a... He's got probably like air time, so he could stay in the air longer. So it, le it helps you because a fucking Jedi or something. Yeah, because he's hit the nine hundred, so the game gives yeah gives him more air time and probably more spin as well. So he can do spins. Like the combo moves are great because you can hit like a normal move, like a kick flip, but if you spin your guy around as you're doing it, it generates more combo points. Yeah. So you can do like crazy spins, like you can do a nine hundred, uh, kick flip McTwist. Uh, to a manual and then do your special grind move as well and it, you can get like I think at one point I got like 70 grand in points in one go I was like okay what do I do for the next minute and a half <laughs> um, and the great thing is you, if you hit all your targets you can just end the run and that counts as you haven't completed the, the run Yeah. but if you hit your targets and you hit retry all your progression is gone you have to redo it again um, what well, does it come up at the end and go retry and then continue beside each other or something no 
um like when you press start oh yeah you can retry or you can end and end run is at the bottom there are two separate oh. ends um but i just mean that if you go oh i've completed this is the last objective i've completed everything and i've got like a minute and a half left to go yeah you can just end the run and that'll count as you haven't finished yeah. your run but i'm just saying like if you hit retry by accident you have to redo that thing again so the so the points where like if you like did something like stupidly hard and you've hit it and you're like oh i want to end the run now and you hit retry you're you're fucked basically because you have to go back and do it again um and then, then you have competition levels so you have competition levels where you, the object is you get three runs so you get a minute per run hit as many combos as you can get as many as many points as you can without you know failing or without you know falling off your board if you fall off your board you get minus points the end and you're yeah. scored out of 99.9 i think or 100 uh, and i've meddled the first one which was in marseille because it was it was a street course so you could grind and do manuals and then go down to ramps and hit specials and continue grinding whereas the second one i've only managed to get silver because it's just ramps it's all half pipes and ramps and my guy is not great at combining moves well i'm not great at combining moves from ramps and and stuff uh, just because there's not enough like rails to to be able to do all, all yeah. that combo stuff so like you have to combo airtime uh, and land them and then keep doing that for like crazy amount of points but again i've only managed to silver that but i've gotten 20 grand out of it but and what about the soundtrack ah uh, 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 <laughs> okay rage against the machines on the soundtrack of course gorilla radio uh power man 5000 when worlds collide is on the soundtrack uh jay-z is on a soundtrack it's a song i can't remember i don't know what it is uh, it's very all like 90s grunge kind of music and it fits so well uh, i'm trying to remember off the top of my head because i'm trying i'm getting it mixed up with the other tony hawks games because tony hawks 4 has number of the beast on it oh, yeah. um actually i'm just gonna doesn't have a is blood brothers on it by i think papa roach it does That's uh, let's go soundtrack so gorilla radio rage against the machine you by bad religion bring the noise amtrax uh when worlds collide paramount 5000 blood brothers papa roach uh pin the tail on the donkey naughty by nature i have no idea who the fuck they are uh b-boy document 99 which is like the high and mighty featuring featuring Moss steph and mad skills the 90s um cyclone five lessons learned no cigar may 16 evil eye by fu manchu lots of lots of 90s stuff no cigar. Uh, like the other versions like may vary that's the north american playstation release but again gorilla radio uh when worlds collide blood brothers is definitely on it um i think that's those are the most prevalent ones that i remember yeah uh, but the game totally meets like passes the nostalgia test like we, i think we talked yeah. about this before like do games still hold up this definitely still holds up like it's still so much fun to play um and then when you hit like all the different things that you want like all the goals and shit yeah. it's so fucking rad um, yeah, so the gameplay isn't um the gameplay isn't like you know chronically terrible or anything no no like you you can uh it takes some time to figure out obviously you have to do all the different moves and yeah. stuff like that but the, again controls are really responsive 
uh, unless you're like incredibly shit at the game you're, you're not gonna have a terrible time figuring it out like and even then it's just practice yeah like it's just when you get used to how the, the actual mechanics work and the way the physics work in the game it doesn't take long either anyway like maybe after one or two runs you get the hang of it um, and it's really good like again controls aren't clunky like a lot of the BMX games tend to have clunky controls just because you have a massive bike. So you have to like time that as well. Uh, but no, Tony Hawk's is fucking rad. Uh, totally, if you can get a hold of it, totally play it. It's fucking still, awesome. Still legit. Still legit. Still, I put my seal of approval on the game yet again. <laughs> you know, even past the nostalgia. The reseal of approval. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's just one of those games where you're like, oh, I remember this being awesome. And then you play it again. It's like, yep, yeah, still awesome. I'll Good have job. to go back and play the first Deus Ex now. Because I know, I know there's elements of the gameplay in that that are going to be fucking terrible. Yeah. I think the what helps Tony Hawk's is that it's just do tricks. Yeah. And grind. I think, again, it's the Rocket League of its generation. Uh, yeah, it, probably, it's, yeah. It's kept it simple. What all it does is just, it's the levels that, that you have to deal with, like. I still find it amazing that Rocket League took off when Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket Power Battle Cars. But that was only not. On, yeah, but that was only on PlayStation 3 though. Yeah, but it was the exact same game. Yeah. It was the it, it, it had, was it was on the PlayStation It had a harder to say name. Yeah. And it was the exact same game. Yeah. I think it's again it's, I I'd say it's a lot has to do with the marketing. Like uh, it was on the PSN network first of all. Yeah, and Rocket League took off really well on Steam because people generally tend to buy a lot of like uh, indie games on Steam I, rather than on on any of the like. I Xbox. only bought Rocket League because I saw because I had played Super Sonic Hacker about it. Yeah, Rocket Power Battle. It's the same reason I bought it as well. Uh, because we had. I knew it was legit. <laughs> yeah, we had the demo. Well, Shelton had a demo and we played uh, his gaff and we was still over here. And he hated it. What? Yeah, he hated it. Oh yeah, he fucking hate. He couldn't. He couldn't get around it at all. Well, he's not here anymore, so <laughs> that's why. <laughs> uh, and I think that about does it for this week. Uh, yeah, like we said at the top of the show, then we're we're gonna hit up Central Four, and then we'll give you our experiences for next week. But uh, until then, this has been the Cooldown Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Cooldown Podcast. Again, we're also on iTunes and SoundCloud. I usually say SoundCloud and iTunes. That got tongue twisted there. Oh, no. Yes. Sequencing. Uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Good luck.